Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and today I want to talk to you about who is on your team. Now, no, I do not mean your team in business. I do not mean even a physical team. I mean, who is on your team in your inner world? I recently saw a quote on Instagram that said, a real sign of progress is when we no longer punish ourselves for our imperfections. And not only do I love, 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 love that quote, but I also thought, yeah, there's so many markers of progress in your inner world. And one of them is how you back yourself, how you support yourself, how you navigate the twists and turns of life and business, the roller coaster, the ups and downs, the challenges and adversity, and also the successes. How do you navigate them? And when the voices inside of your head are really loud, who is it that's speaking? And I want to talk to you about that today. This has come off the back of um, an Instagram post that I personally put out there that I repurposed into an email. Uh, so it's probably best that I start there. Let's start there. For those of you on my email list, you will recognize this. Um, and if you're not on my email list, then head to the link in my Instagram bio and you can sign up to my emails there. Here's what the email says. It says, hey, you get them too, right? The shitty thoughts, the ones that keep you stuck, the ones that go, who do you think you are to do that? the ones that make you put everyone and everything else before you, before your needs. They are not the thoughts that are going to help to put you in a space of feeling empowered. And I want you empowered. In those times, I want you to try replacing the questions and chatter in your mind that's weighing you down with the following questions. What would boldness do? What would wisdom do? What would trust do? boldness, wisdom, and trust, they are on my team. I I literally, I consult with them as though they were people. Highly recommend. So who's on your team? So that's what the email says. And that's the context for this episode. So I suppose where I want to start with you here is what are the voices that live on autopilot inside of your head? Can you bring them to the forefront and this might mean that you want to pause the episode and, you know, have a think about where as you navigate your week. So this episode is being released on, I think, Monday, the 6th of March. So it's great. You know, we're just starting the week together if you're listening to this in real time or when it's released. And I want you to think about as you navigate into your week, what might you bump up against? What is going on for you out there? So outside of yourself in life, in business this week. And is there anything that you're avoiding? You know, not only is there anything you're going to bump up against, is there anything that you're avoiding because you know that by doing it or proceeding with it or paying attention to it, it's actually going to bring stuff up inside of you to deal with. And I know that I released an episode on procrastination and making friends with that. So if you're interested, go back. That's episode 140, I think. Yeah, 140. So a few episodes back from this. But think about that. Think about what is it that you've got to navigate this week and what voices, what thoughts, what repeating patterns of thoughts and behavior might be on autopilot that you can bring into consciousness. You, you can bring them out from the shadows where they lurk and you can bring them into you sort of seeing seeing them and almost like holding the gaze with them. 
too often with my own clients, they sort of, they come to me for the first time and it's almost like the way they speak about, what have I called them in this email? The shitty thoughts. <laughs> they almost speak about the shitty thoughts as though it's just part of who they are, just part of their identity. And they just sort of treat them as though, you know, it's it's part of the furniture around here. And part of my work is helping them to see that that's just conditioning. It's just conditioning to think those ways. And it's not intentional. It's They are our behaviors that have been formed over time. And the work that we do together is about raising the awareness of those behaviors and those thoughts and the patterns and the things that we do on repeat on autopilot. And literally the way that we meet ourselves in life and in business, the way that we talk to ourselves subconsciously, or maybe out loud if you're anything like me, but the way that we do all of the things that we do subconsciously. And that's why coaching, I believe, is such a powerful tool because a lot of the time when my clients are speaking in their coaching session, things come out that they didn't realize that they thought until they'd said them out loud. And it's only in those moments where we go, oh, <laughs> that's the thought that has been operating in the shadows of my consciousness that I've now brought out into the light. And now I've brought it out into the light. What the fuck am I going to do with it? Because raising the self-awareness is just the first step. That is literally the first step is helping my clients to see what is going on on autopilot that is generating the feelings that they are feeling and therefore they're avoiding usually a lot of things in life and in business, particularly in business, that would lead them closer to where they want to be, who they want to be, what they want to be doing, but they feel a bit stuck and they feel a bit like they've, they've almost convinced themselves that that just must not be for me. And actually through this work, they can see, A, that's not true, and B, that doesn't have to be true for me. The things that you want, particularly in business, the things that are the, what I would call the heart-led goals, the things that you feel so drawn to, but feel like they are not possible for you. And there's all of this chatter inside of yourself and it feels clouded and it feels messy and it feels unorganized and it feels far away. That does not stop the fact that those things that you want more of, less of, different goals, dreams, ambitions, they are within you for a reason. And some of the stuff that gets in your way, even connecting to those things, I believe is some of that chatter playing out in real time. And so the more that we can be with ourselves and consult different types of team members that I'm going to talk to you about now, the more that we can consult more empowering questions, more empowering states, the better. And so what I'm asking from you here in this episode is, what are you intentionally cultivating? Because it's so easy to be on autopilot. It is so easy to just allow the thoughts, the shitty thoughts that keep you stuck, that keep you in loops, that give you the evidence that actually we're back here again. We can't do it. It must not be for me. And all of the things that it makes you think, who are you to do this? And all of those things that I said at the beginning of the episode, it's really easy to stay in that place. It takes time and energy. I will admit that to do the inner work, to raise your awareness and then do something different. It does take time and energy. 
And it's a privilege in order to create that time and energy to spend on yourself in order to support yourself more. And when I talk about supporting yourself more, which I did in the last episode as well, I'm aware, I am literally talking about who is on your team in your inner world. I said in this email, didn't I? Boldness, wisdom, trust, they are on my team. Because when all of the shitty thoughts are happening, when when I'm going to do something audacious in my business or what feels like it's audacious in my business because of my conditioning, it feels like it's out of my comfort zone. Whereas the next person might not think twice about it. They might just walk into the action because it's easy for them, because they've been practicing it for a long time, because they're further ahead along in their journey or because their conditioning never made that difficult for them in the first place. All of those things, some of those things, whatever. We're all different is the point. And so when I am going to do something in business and it's bringing up a lot of shit inside of me to deal with, it's in those moments where instead of just almost rolling over to the shitty thoughts and allowing them to take all of the microphone, all of the limelight, all of the stage, the volume right up, everyone's attention is on the shitty thoughts. Instead of that, I want to pull my hand and my attention back and say, hey, let me consult my team first. Let me consult boldness. Let me consult wisdom. Let me consult trust. Because I know for me, I always, like the thing that I am always striving to feel is supported. And I've spent so many years looking for that support outside of myself that I can now see that although it's lovely to have that support outside of myself, it really is. It's even lovelier to give it to myself first. And so me giving myself support looks like when I'm about to back away from doing something, when I'm about to talk myself out of it, or should I say when the shitty thoughts are about to talk me out of it, who do you think you are? That's an audacious move. That's a bit cheeky. That's a bit demanding. That's a bit showy offy. Whatever it is for you, the moment any one of those thoughts comes in, I'm like, ah, that's a sign. That's a signal. That's a moment that I need to recognize, pause and consult the team. Boldness. What would you do? Wisdom. What would you have me do? Trust. What would you have me do? And allowing the space for them to talk back to me. And I, I'm saying all of these words into this microphone, knowing fine well that you guys might be on the other side of it thinking you create space for non-existent things to talk back to you. Yes, yes, I do. Sometimes I even, <laughs> to take it a step further, sometimes I even have actual other people in my team that may be dead or alive who I who I look to for support, you know, so if I think about it, okay, Rihanna, what would Rihanna do? What would Rihanna tell me to do in this situation? Yeah. Think about someone who inspires you. Think about someone who you know them and their energy and their values and their behaviors and then consult with that person because the only reason why you look to them as inspiration is because it activates something inside of yourself that you see, you connect with, you resonate with. And therefore, that connection must mean, it must mean that that lives within you too. So it doesn't matter to me whether it's silly or not. It doesn't matter to me whether you're sitting there consulting with a concept like boldness, like wisdom, like trust, 
whether you're consulting with someone who isn't even alive or isn't even real, like a fictional character will do if the if you resonate with the energy, even if you don't know them, even if they're famous, it, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's just taking you out of the autopilot thoughts that are shitty and keeping you stuck and moving you into a space where you're creating intentional consciousness, raising your awareness and allowing yourself to think differently. And if you can get yourself into that space where you're allowing yourself to think differently, you just watch what happens in your outer world. I have started to do things in my business that I would never have dreamed of doing. Never have dreamed of doing. Why? Because the thoughts of who the fuck do you think you are shouted me down so loud. Who do you think you are doing shit like that? They shouted me down so loud that I would either not do something or do it and then retract. Put the podcast episode out there, then delete it. Put the Instagram post out there, then delete it. Go write the email, schedule it, and then delete it before it even gets sent. And I know that if that's happening for me and if that's keeping me from doing the things that I really want to do in business, then it absolutely will apply to you too. And so over to you, boldness, wisdom, trust, they're just examples They're just my own examples that I'm bringing to the table to get you to think of your own. Can you leave this episode thinking about who or what you want on your team so that when you meet your own triggers, so those triggers again, the signs, the signals, are are the feelings, are the thoughts, and instead of doing what you always do, succumbing to them, acting like they're real, acting like they're your truth, Instead of that, can you just take a step back, just pause, just not go on autopilot? Can you just do that even? Don't even consult the team. Can you just pause and recognize what that is? And if you can, the next step to that is, let me just see what wisdom would do. And you can make it as fun as you'd like. Maybe your team aren't boldness and wisdom and trust. Maybe your team are, what would playfulness do in this moment? What would the heart do in this moment? Oh my God, so many times, so many times in business, I want to go and do something and my logical mind that is conditioned by toxic professionalism goes, you cannot do that. That's not professional. You can't do that. What will they think? The logical mind wants me to think about all of the things that I have learned in business and all of the ways that we must do things and present ourselves. Otherwise, what? What will happen? You won't be taken seriously. You, what? Think about that toxic professionalism and how that applies to you and what the mind does. A good friend of mine, I said, do you know what? I really, one of the things that I really want for myself in 2023 is to learn to trust my gut more. And I was like, how do I do that? How do I trust my gut more? And you know what their answer was? Listen to your head less. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because innately, I genuinely believe that there is a wisdom within us all. I really do, myself included. I believe that actually there's a really deep knowing that lives within us all. And sometimes what can happen is we get that muddled up with all of the logic and all of the shoulds and all of the toxic professionalism and all of the conditioning and all of the stuff that we get so far away from our own wisdom and we make our lives and business that 
busy that we can't even create space to connect to our inner knowing and connect to our inner wisdom that we start convincing ourselves it's not there. And that to me is, it's, that's the saddest thing. And the most joyous thing for me is in myself and with people I serve is actually that moment where we just crack through all of that darkness and in those cracks shines the light that is your inner knowing, your deep, deep inner knowing that does exist, that by the way, a lot of the time won't make sense, you know. There are things that I've done over the past few weeks, even in business, that if there was a business mentor working with me now that I used to work with, they would say to me, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you making the decisions that you're making? And my answer would genuinely be because they are heart-led decisions. And it's so interesting because heart-led decisions almost has the nuance of, well, that's not very business savvy. That's not very shrewd. That's not very X, Y, and Z. Think about how, think about for you, what does that bring up within you? But I know that in saying no to certain things over the past few weeks, in creating space by letting go of things that are misaligned for me, other things that I could not have known about when I said no and created the void, other things were able to step in. And that's the other thing that I want to finish this episode off with is the the void, the silence. So many, I've, I've just talked about it, haven't I? About, are you able to create some space in order to connect to yourself again? Are you, order to, are you able, sorry, to create more silence so that you can hear yourself again? And I wanna talk about that silence before I finish the episode. So this this actually came to me as I was walking the dogs before, and I was going to do it as a whole other episode. But as I've been talking, I realize how much it links into this episode, who's on your team, right? Silence is on my team. Because what I've realized over time is how uncomfortable I have been with silence and how comfortable I am becoming with it. And silence is just another way of me saying the void. Yeah, just before I gave you an example of a couple of weeks ago in business, me saying no to something that just didn't feel aligned. And it actually, to be honest, there's been a few occasions where I've let stuff go in business that just hasn't felt aligned. And from a business perspective, logical mind, savvy thoughts will go, that was a lucrative opportunity. Why would you do that? And the honest answer is because it didn't feel right. It didn't feel aligned. It didn't feel like what I need my business to feel in order for me to thrive. So it doesn't stay. And where I'm going with this is the void. How comfortable can you be with yourself in that void? Because in the void, in the silence is where all of those shitty thoughts are going to come up. And I see it. I've seen it with examples of, in my own clients over the past couple of weeks, you know, where they've sent a mail out and raised their prices and then the silence back. Are you able to sit with yourself in that silence without the shitty thoughts coming up or even with the shitty thoughts coming up? And you allowing yourself to back yourself through the silence. Because in a void, quite often, we will fill that void, we will fill that silence with assumptions that come from fear. In that void, we will fill it with noise that is fear-driven noise. Well, they're not getting back to you because they're not happy with you. You must have said something that pissed them off. Um, 
people aren't opening your emails because they're not interested in what you've got to say. People aren't listening to your podcasts because you're full of shit. <laughs> and you can put your own examples in here. Yeah. Equally, creating a void in business, saying no to what could be lucrative opportunities. What assumptions come up for you there? Well, saying no to that, what are you doing? That was a lot of money. And in that void, are you able to hold yourself in the trust that a more aligned opportunity will come and fill its place? Or are you going to be overwhelmed by the shitty thoughts of scarcity and lack and fear that we have been conditioned to think, by the way? Well, no, don't say no to that. Just hold on to any work that comes along. You've heard my episodes of the Inner Work Conversation before, where I've talked about my dad and how when he was progressing with dementia and I was telling him that I quit my job and started my own business, he was mortified, gutted for me. He was genuinely sad for me. He thought I was insane. What are you doing? This is a man who worked on the docks his whole life. And even if he didn't like the work, he took overtime. And bless him, like that was, that's generational conditioning right there. And he projected that onto me because he thought that that was how to keep me safe. You know, this work is scarce and therefore don't worry about whether you like it or not. Just take more of it if you get the opportunity to. And for a long, long time, I believed that that was my truth. And I don't blame him. Right? This isn't about blame. This isn't about me casting shade on my dad, on my late dad. This is me understanding completely. That was his conditioning, but that isn't my truth. And it takes a lot of strength to reach into your own truth, reach into the silence of your mind and say, what do I think is true for me? What can I stand by? And it takes a lot of strength to sort of turn the volume down on those thoughts, your conditioned thoughts, shine less of a light on them, give them, give them less of your attention. A little bit like <laughs> if you were dealing with, with a toddler tantrum, can I give them less attention just so that the child over there gets their voice, gets that gets their turn to speak. And that child over there was my heart. That child over there was my truth, what I believe. And so when I'm turning down these lucrative opportunities because they don't align with me, there is still that voice that goes, oh, it's like twitchy bump. It's like, oh God, that, that was a lot. That was a big deal. But I am yet to experience something not coming and filling that void that is more aligned with me when I say no, when I'm brave enough to create the void and and hold my gaze, hold the stare with those shitty thoughts that want to keep me in fear and coming from a place of lack and scarcity. And I'm encouraged in this episode, I'm encouraging you to do the same. Who is on your team? Consult them, make space for them, be in the silence with yourself and allow yourself to back, have your own back by asking more empowered questions in that silence. Don't just allow the assumptions to fill the silence. Don't just allow the shitty thoughts to fill the silence. Be with yourself in those moments. Take the courageous action and then in, in that silence afterwards, be with yourself. Whether that's going for a walk, whether that's journaling, whether that is just voice noting yourself and getting really clear on what it is, hire a coach if you're able to, get really clear, speak it out loud on what automatic thoughts are coming up in the silence of your own mind and are you able to connect to just one 
more empowering thought for you? That's the ask in this episode, is to connect to who is on your team, that in the silence of your own mind, whenever that comes up for you, whether it's throughout your day, whether it's actually stopping you from taking action, whatever that is for you, are you able to consult more supportive team members, even if it feels silly? So I hope this episode has served you. I hope that from this episode, you build your own practices of raising your awareness and slowly over time, starting to unlearn some of the shit that happens on autopilot and starting to trust yourself even more in stepping into your own involvement by asking for team members in inverted commas to step forward and support you. If you want my support, I'm going to leave all the links in the show notes so you can go there and see how I support my clients in a group capacity and also on a one-to-one basis. And as always, please never forget, I am always, always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.